What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Vile Files. I am your host, Nick, joined by the delightful team of Chrissy, Allie, and Amanda. I hope you are all uh, had a great weekend. You're enjoying your Monday. Maybe it's Tuesday. I'm not sure what day you guys ever finally give us a chance, but we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, once again, we want to thank everyone who voted for The Vile Files for the podcast People's Choice Awards. Uh, for nominating the Vile Files for top podcasts under the society and culture category, and me as top male host. So thank you. Couldn't do it without you guys. Uh, we'll let you know if we win. Uh, also, we certainly appreciate your uh, reviews because sometimes when people watch The Bachelor and they don't like our takes, we get some bad reviews. So why don't you guys <laughs> give us some good... I mean, whatever. Fuck it. I'm just going to say it. The like, dedicated Vifis. Let's hear from you. I, I don't know why people, when they don't agree with us, decide to like review the show. But hey, I understand people are passionate. I respect it. But boy, could we use some some five stars? Is there anything else? We got a great show for you, obviously, as always. Um, Bachelor in Paradise is coming back Bachelor today. Bachelor in Paradise. We are back tomorrow with Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, and we have uh, more great guests for you. Yeah, we got some great shows coming for you. Thanks for listening. As always, um, welcome if you're tuning in for the first time. And let's get to our callers. What's your time with Nick? Let's ask Nick your sexy questions. How's it going? Good. How are you? Great. What's your name? I am Sarah, 28. Hi, Sarah. What can I do um, for you? So <laughs> recently... Um, I was out at dinner and I was getting a ton of texts from my boyfriend. And uh, when I got out of dinner with my grandmother, just gonna say that, um, I looked at my phone and there were a ton of texts. And the first one was a picture of a porn star on Instagram. Uh, male so, or female porn star? Female. Okay. Female. And then after that, there was a text that said, well, wrong thing meant to send something else. And then after that sent three crying laughing emojis. And like, still, I had not seen this. Like he was just sending me all these texts. Like, oh my God, what did I just do? Um, so he was spire. And, he, he made a mistake. Sent yeah. you something that he meant to send to like a buddy. And then sort uh, of. No, he meant. So he he tried to send me a link from Instagram. That was an ad. But he sent me what he was actually on and not the ad. So okay. he was trying to send me some little game. Gotcha. And then instead sent, sent you me, a female yeah. porn, a, woman, a porn star. Right. And then panicked, started spiraling. You're at dinner yeah. with grandma. Yeah. He doesn't know that per se. He doesn't know what you're no, doing. No, he knew that. Yeah. He didn't know that. So he knew you were at dinner. Mm -hmm. Either way, you're not responding. And so he starts spiraling and starts sending more and more stuff. Right. He said later that he didn't want me to open up the text um, in front of my grandma. He was like trying to flood it so that I didn't just open this up and just see some girls. Well, it was Instagram. So like, was this person naked? I don't. It was a it was a link to Instagram that was um, some girl showing her tits. So she was nude. Yes. I, but it was on Instagram. Oh, anyway. I, anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, who is the porn star? I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. Maybe could no. Uh, and then what happened? Uh, yeah. So I didn't respond to his texts. I called him after dinner and he did not even bring it up. Didn't bring up the whole mishap. Um, 
until a little bit later, like five minutes in. And he was like, uh, so do you want to talk about that? And I was just like, honestly, I don't know like how to feel, how to talk about it right now. Like if you want to just, maybe we should just like sit on it and like Could, talk about it when I feel a little better. All right. So he texts you, LOL, whoops, wrong thing. Then sweat, like a sweaty face emoji. Mm -hmm. Then said he tried sending me a picture of something else. Then wow. Okay. So like he, he didn't give away anything too much. All right. So then he wanted to talk about it. You were just like, nah, you, you kind of said no, basically. I mean, I... I just felt a little uncomfortable talking about it. Like right then I didn't know how I was feeling. Okay. So valid. I didn't want to get mad if I wasn't really mad. Okay. Um, so where are we now? Yeah. Yeah. We talked later about it and he said, um, he was getting kind of defensive saying like, what do you not want me to watch porn? And I was like, that's not what I'm saying. Like, I don't have an issue with you watching that. I just like, you know, if it's healthy, it's fine, but I just want to know if it's unhealthy. So I asked him, you know, how often he does. And it was like twice a week. And then I asked him how many porn stars he follows on Instagram. And he said, probably too many. Okay. Honest. Doesn't feel great. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking out loud here. Like, yeah, I feel like him following any porn stars on Instagram is more aggressive than how much he watches porn. Can I, any, any opinions on that? Yeah. I mean, I, what I don't like is when he's scrolling through Instagram, like we're hanging out at the house, scrolling through Instagram. And then I look over and I see a naked lady. Yeah. I mean, I, for minus even that, mm -hmm. but like, you know, if you watch the bachelor, right. And you're just like, oh, I watch the bachelor yeah. and I follow it's an entertaining TV show. It's a, it's a different type of fan who like follows me, right? And thank you, by the way, for anyone who follows yeah. me, but they're just more into it than the casual fan who's just like, I don't know, I just watch it because I just like watching people cry over, you know, love. And the fact that he follows porn stars on Instagram would suggest that <clears throat> he is, it's more than him just, you know, putting on some porn when he masturbates you know, and using it as a little bit of a visual stimulation. And, but now he's, he's following them as fans. He's following, you know, he follows their life, whatever that life might be. Right. To me, that's like, a, it's a little next level. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying it's just like crazy or like all of a sudden he's the worst, but it would suggest that he is more invested in them than you will would would want personally yeah. um yeah and what did you say to that yeah, what, after, what, what next he said that he um wanted to start unfollowing people but instagram has a cap on how many people you can unfollow a day i've and heard so that's true he i think that's that, true they, they will lock yeah. your account yeah so how um, many people does he how many that that was my biggest thing was like, like how you, many do you I, have to I, unfollow like, i think you gotta unfollow four bro you know, like, it's I think it's like you have to follow like 20 in a row for them to be like, maybe you got hacked. Uh, yeah. So he, um, he said that he'd already been thinking and we had talked about this topic like before he has two Instagrams, one for personal and one for his business. And so he has always talked about like just getting rid of his personal one. because It's got like just way too much crap on it. And then he said, um, that like now seems like the right time to delete it. And then 
last week he deleted it. And then, and now where are we at? I just don't know how to feel about it. Like I don't feel resolved from it. I don't, it It, feels kind of weird that it just ended with him. Yeah. This is an interesting, this is an interesting question because uh, a lot of guys watch porn, right? Uh, Your husband certainly isn't the only one to follow porn stars or be fans of them. Certainly he's not the only married guy. And I'm not saying it's okay. Your boyfriend, sorry. Okay, your boyfriend. But there's plenty of husbands who do that too, right? Yeah. When it comes to recovery, performance, immunity, and feeling less stressed, sleep is everything. And I mean everything, people. And I have found an answer to better sleep in a delicious, healthy cup of cocoa. That's right. Cocoa, can you believe it? And sleep, whoever thought those two things would go hand in hand? Well, it is. It's the Dream CBD powder from the beam, and it's changed the way people sleep including myself with dream powder you're getting more than just quality should i you're providing your body with sleep vitamins and minerals like magnesium and nano cbd dream is essentially a guilt-free sleep inducing warm cup of organic cocoa and organic cinnamon without any calories or added sugar that last part could not be more important and then there is proof in the powder after taking dream 99 percent of the people feel an improvement in their quality of sleep and their sleep and 97% felt more energized the next day. Truthfully, I took it because uh, Chrissy wouldn't shut up about it. Um, I'd call her in the morning and she'd be like, I'm still sleeping. Thankfully, because of the cocoa. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, yeah. She was like, still, she, was, she was awake and still sleeping. If you want better sleep and better days delivered every month, subscribe to Dream for awesome perks like free delivery and 35% off your first month. Plus, you can pause or cancel at any time. Subscribe today and you'll save 35% by going to beamtlc.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That is B-E-A-M-T-L-C dot com slash V-I-A-L-L or go to beamtlc.com and use code V-I-A-L-L at checkout. Sweet dreams. Ritual. That's right. Know what you're putting in your body. Anything from dirty dicks to vitamins, people. That's right. Listen, vitamins, we just like to assume that everything that's, if it's called a vitamin, it must be healthy for us. That is simply not true. You must know what you're putting in your body, even with your vitamins. And thankfully, Ritual does the work for you. They uh, take it very seriously what they put on their vitamins. They put it on their labels. They're very transparent. It's very, uh, it's traceable. You deserve to know what you put in your body with a one-of-a-kind v- visible supply chain. You're always going to know in their formulas. The formulas are, are both specifically designed for women. They now have men's available. They got protein powder now. And again, their pro- protein powder, like their vitamins, uh, traceable with their ingredients. Not all protein powders are created equal. There's a lot of crap when it comes to protein powders out there 20 grams of pea protein plus a complete amino acid profile so check out ritual for both vitamins men or women protein powders they have it all and have the confidence that it's healthy and good for you so why not shake up your ritual to make trying something less scary ritual offers a money-back guarantee if you're not 100 in love plus my listeners get 10 off during your first three months just visit ritual.com slash v-i-a-l-l and add essential protein today that's ritual.com slash v-i-a-l-l I'm, you know, this is one of those cases where I think it's really important. You want to be careful. Both of you want to be careful. You have the right to have a, a feeling towards this. He made this mistake and kind of outed himself. And while, you know, not super great and you have a right to be upset, it doesn't mean immediately he's a bad guy or that he has some sort of like 
uh, obsession or addiction to porn, right? If you're asking me, it seems like he is trying to do the trying his best to make it right, whether that's being, you know, whether he's effectively doing that or not, but it could be worse, right? There was a little bit of defensiveness at first. Oh, do you not want me to watch porn? And that came from a place of him being defensive. The best response would have been like, I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed. Uh, you have the right to be upset. Let me know when you want to talk about it and we can talk about it. Like that would have been the perfect response from him. Yeah. Right. We often don't give the perfect response in, in the moment, but that would have been the perfect response. And then whenever you were ready, then you guys sit down and be like, let's talk about it. But, you know, you guys do need to address it and talk about it. I, I do think he's like, again, like he at least he's, you know, do you trust him that he is, in fact, unfollowing it and he's not like lying to you about unfollowing it just to cover all our bases? Yeah, I yeah, I've been doing Oh, so you don't necessarily trust him, but you've been backing. I I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. I think I often uh, like look for anything wrong in a relationship. Yeah, sure. Just, like want to peace out, and so I just wanted to, you know. Well, the got all my eyes crossed. Yeah, my the best way to help have trust in a relationship I have found is to not invalidate feelings, right? Now, that doesn't give someone permission to lie, but it definitely does encourage people to lie if they feel like their feelings will be invalidated, right? If they feel like yeah. their partner will just get mad and shame them and yell at them for the things they do and say, people will have a tendency of lying. And again, I want to repeat, I don't think that's an excuse to lie, but it does happen often, right? So... This is one of those things I think it's really important for you guys to work through and talk and not brush on the rug. The good news is, the good news is again is that he is at least not making this a fight and fighting with you about it. So yeah. as long as the best way to figure out whether he's going to do this is to not necessarily tell him how dirty he is or make him feel like he's a creep for doing this. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. And again, because you know, right or wrong, or but this is a common thing, not an uncommon thing for for guys to do. You know, the porn industry is a billion dollar industry, and it's not because there's like, you know, six fans out there. But I just think it's important for you guys to use this as like a benchmark to get better at, you know, talking through uncomfortable situations. This is an uncomfortable situation for the both of you. Yeah. He's uncomfortable because he kind of got outed and he feels a little ashamed and maybe dirty. You feel uncomfortable because you're just like, bro, like, come on, man. Like, how's that supposed to make me feel? Um, and just talking through this is probably how you're going to get through it. So my point of saying is like this, the situation's not over because you don't feel like you're, you, you still have questions. You're still calling in. So right. how can you go about it where you can talk with him in a place where you make, let you let him know that like I I just I want to talk through this. I I'm not mad at you. I'm not judging you. I know this happens a lot. You know, make him feel safe that he can be honest with you, and try not to judge him, because like whether you like you you have the right to be like I don't know I don't know this changes things and you know and if you want to regulate them fine like you can do what you want, but shaming him isn't going to get you anywhere and making him feel creepy or weird isn't going to get you anywhere and it might bring out the worst in him also like you could just be like hey 
if I were you, here's what I would do. I would say, maybe even out of nowhere, just like, you know, I know that was weird, probably for both of us, but I just want to thank you for um, deleting it and um, and going out of your way to try to make me feel comfortable with this. And so thank yeah. you. Like, I think start there in a place of appreciation for what he did and not focus on what he didn't do or did in the past. And then say, you know, it does still bother me a little bit because, you know, it makes me feel a little insecure, right? And and I, I get that you probably weren't even trying to do that. And then I don't know how you feel about it, but you can say, because sometimes I always get a little uncomfortable when, some, when someone overreacts too much to fix a problem. Like he's deleted everything and it's just like, yeah. you know, like, it, you know, I'm, it, I don't know if it has even been like, I'm never watching porn again or anything like that. You know, because clearly Definitely you're not. not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you just say, listen, also, I get that you watch porn and I get that it's a normal thing. So I don't want you to, I, again, I just don't want you to feel like I think you're weird. It just made me feel like it was a little aggressive for you to follow a lot. So like, I just, right. I'm glad we can talk about these things and I hope we can talk about it in the future. I mean, cause I don't think this is like uh, the end of the world thing. And I, and I, and you could have easily have not found out. And there's a plenty of boyfriends and husbands out there, you know, whether they're, and you know, just because he's following it, you know, there's a lot of guys who don't follow porn stars, but well, that, but, but visit their pages, so to speak. You know, just because he's not yeah. following them, they're not following them doesn't mean they're not aware that they exist and they pop on there and check it out and admire or look or whatever. So I wouldn't make too big of a deal about it. I would just leave the door open for further discussion when you want to talk to him about it. And when you do, it's just important to not make him feel judged or shame for a mistake he made. And then if you, and listen, at the end of the day, if you feel like there is a real problem, if he's like addicted or something like that, and it bugs you too much, then you have a right to leave. But the only way to get through this is to continue to talk about it and keep the conversations. And the best way to do that is to make sure that you both can come from a place where you're just acknowledging each other's feelings. You, you, you acknowledging you're not perfect. You acknowledge that you've made mistakes and that let him try to explain to you how he, because the way you, if you don't make him feel judged for anything, then that's get, that sets you up to get the most honest response of why he did what he did, why he was thinking what he thought, because he's not worried about you reacting immediately. Yeah. And he's got to allow you to process. He's got to allow you to feel some disappointment or even get angry, but you're just going to like, okay, it's hard to hear, but all right. You know, and then you can tell him how you feel and he's got to give you that same respect you give him. And it's, it's hard to do. And you know, I haven't always had that in relationships, but making the other person feel safe for feeling whatever they're feeling is a great place to start. And I do think that overall, it sounds like he's at least trying to do the right thing. You just have to go to a place where you trust him and you don't have to sleuth for your own peace of mind. And that's, yeah. and, and that's okay that you did, but maybe that's something you talk about with him because it, it rattled you. Hey, it rattled me. I'm human. I, yeah. you know, it affected me. Here's how it affected me. It affected, I, I, I just, you know, like we've talked about this before in the podcast. You found out not by him saying, hey, by the way, I follow porn stars, which would be a weird thing to say anyways, but you found out he kind of got caught. And when you catch someone, then that makes your brain go, what else haven't I caught? It's just mm -hmm. a natural place your brain goes. So talk about that. And, and seeing how he reacts is always a great place to see how you can get through things. But I do think the good news is he could have reacted much worse. Yeah. 
So I think that's good. It's that's definitely something that I needed to hear and how to speak to him effectively. Yeah, I uh if he's doing good things, whatever they are, even if it's the smallest thing, acknowledge that first, and especially if you do appreciate yeah. it. If it made you feel good yeah. that he unfollowed you, say it, thank you. That meant a lot. Thank you. You know. Yeah. If he acknowledged that's that great. maybe he did too much, then you it, make sure you acknowledge that. That doesn't let him off the hook per se. It doesn't mean you have things that, you know, it doesn't mean you can't bring it up again, but just make sure you know uh, there is an acknowledgement there. And the more he feels like he can be honest with his feelings without being shamed for them, the honesty he'll, he'll be. So. I love that. Yeah. So. I think I have a hard time. Uh, I'm getting through all the little things because all the little things bother me, but I think I just need to get yeah. over it and realize that he's actually a good, a good dude. And yeah, but just, yeah, just the final thought just it's okay to still question it and talk about it yeah you know and as long as you guys can talk and it's okay for you to say i love that you're like i i now's not the best time for me but like it'll be okay just give me some time to process and yeah. and, and things like that and he's got to give you that respect too when it's the other way around all right thanks all right best of luck i'll tell you what I need to meditate the fuck out of myself after this long week. And Headspace is going to help me do it. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditation in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, whether it's stress over watching The Bachelor, a stress at work, stress in your personal life, money problems, Headspace really can help you feel better. Overwhelmed? Well, maybe those kids are just like driving you nuts. I don't know. Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you. They also have a meditation for helping you sleep and fall, fall uh, to sleep quicker. Headspace approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Like I said, I use uh, Headspace. Meditation is a big part of my routine to keep my sanity and it's all through Headspace because they make it super convenient wherever I am at. You deserve to feel happier and Headspace is a meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That is headspace.com slash V-I-A-L-L for a free one month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditation for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash V-I-A-L-L today. How's it going? Hi, my name is Victoria and I'm 25. Hi, Victoria. How can I help? Um, so I've been dating this guy for about eight months now. Um, we broke up two months ago, uh, just for like a week, and then we got back together. Um, and how, so how far, how long are you dating like, for? Sorry, you threw a lot of time on About eight months. Okay, and then you broke up for how long? Just a week. Okay, all right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, got back together, and like so far, it's been a lot better. Why um, did you guys break up, and who broke up with who? I broke up with him. Over. And. I was just like getting a lot of red flags and for about half of the time that we started getting together was just like really rocky. What were the red flags? Well, he, he's a resident doctor. Okay. So he's like pretty pretentious. Like, I don't know if it's just like the culture with like people starting to become like doctors, but they, I don't know. He had like a pretty big ego. He doesn't really treat customer service people well. And like, okay. I don't know. I'm just like super so, nice about to them. So so he's a little arrogant and dismissive. Yeah. So that was an event. He's also not very like um, 
affirming. He doesn't really like to validate people who are insecure. And he like even says like he has a problem with that. So he just So he recognizes he that. Yeah. And but he doesn't want to fix it because he doesn't think it's a problem. Oh, he so he's like, like I, I do that, that but own. like I don't see that as an issue. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. But so you, like I will Yeah, for sure. I feel like if you're a mature person, you'd be willing to do that for your partner. So you broke up with them because of the some of these red flags. Yeah. And then he and didn't think he should do anything about it. Why'd you guys get back together? Well, we talked about it and he said he was like willing to try. And that's like all I really wanted him was like the will. <laughs> like you just have to be willing to like change. Um, and then we'd like see how it goes. And so how's it going? Because so my question is like, first you said, well, he doesn't really see it as a problem. And then he, he said he's at least willing to try. And I guess the big question is, is so far since you've been back together, does that willingness end up being genuine or do you just say it to get back together? Um, I don't know. I like, I think he's willing, but he just like, doesn't know if he can actually do it because so, I mean, he that's, that his person. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who this guy is and he's a doctor. He's smart. And that's, that's bullshit. I mean, it might not come naturally yeah. to him. Like you've heard me talk about this. Like my mm-hmm. girlfriend is so present and so nice. And so like, she is just great with people like customer service wise. Like she's just always like, how is your day? Like she's asking people how their day was. I don't do that. Cause I'm like, you know me, I'm thinking my authentic self, I guess doesn't care about how their day is going. I guess I hope it's fine, but I don't care enough to ask. Right. And she's just so like nice about yeah. that. Right. And it doesn't come yeah. naturally to me but I still have taken notes from her and recognized like I could and should do better. And I've always been fine, but I've been at times, I know I've come across as dismissive to like people in line or I might be on my phone and I'm just like, Oh yeah, large coffee or something. Right. But I recognize to me, that's not necessarily a great thing. And my point of saying all this is like, I can work on that. I can, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's not a hard skill to like be more empathetic. I've become way more empathetic since I even started this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I've been more empathetic since I got a dog or a girlfriend because I see people and I, and I, 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 I it's important to her and, and therefore it becomes important to me. And then I'm like, I see how people react to her and I see how she brings things out in people. And I go, wow, that's really great. And, so it doesn't come natural to me, but wow, I want to work on that. And then I do it. Like, of course he can do it if he gives a shit. But the thing is, he doesn't. He doesn't give a shit. Like he. I know. I but I'm saying him. when you say, I don't know, he's, I, I don't know, because you're, you're questioning his ability to do it. And I'm saying you're not, you're not holding him accountable enough. You're, you're, you're being way too generous with his lack of ability to do something if he cared enough. Yeah. So he just doesn't care to do it. Correct. I think that's my issue. Yeah, it's valid. But is that no. is that a deal breaker? Potentially, yeah. I don't know. He says that when he was my age, because he's like a little bit older, he's 32. <laughs> okay. He, he said You're when he was my age, older. he was a lot I know, but like he was a lot more empathetic. And he's like, as you grow older, you start to care less about like making people feel good and like being polite. Yeah, but that's bullshit. You know, and I get what he's trying to say. And I understand that as I've gotten older, I have been able to better prioritize things that matter. 
And I recognize I've gotten more comfortable with being myself at the risk of not everyone liking me. Right. There's that's great. Mm -hmm. That's true. You get older, you become more comfortable. You're not constantly worried about every making everyone happy. And so you're just your most genuine self. That is not an excuse to be a dick. And often people will use yeah. this like I'm more comfortable in my own skin and I don't need everyone to like me as some sort of excuse to like, you know, be a dick sometimes. And again, he it might not come naturally yeah. to him and he's never going to probably be as good as you. But yeah. this like, I don't think it's a problem and I'm not like all you're asking just to be clear is just a little bit of consideration for the people around him. Yeah. Just a little yeah. bit of kindness. And my guess is, is that a little would go a long way for you. Yeah, exactly. Just to see him trying. Yeah. And and not even trying, doing it. How yeah. hard is it yeah. to be like, hey, ask how this person's <laughs> day is going? Yeah, I know. That's like why it's so like, you crazy. know, take a moment. Yeah. Get your head out of your phone and say, thank you. That was really nice of you. Thank you. That really like, thanks for making my day to whatever customer service person. And again, these are little things that like I I I yeah. empathize with your boyfriend. It, it's not uh, it, at my worst. I can be your boyfriend. This idea that he can't or it's not important, and that even if he tries, he might not be able to do it, is total bullshit. Because yeah, he's a, he's a doctor. He it's not that hard to like give s the smallest amount of shits. And like, I'm sure as a doctor, it's going to be tough dealing with patients and having to deliver bad news, and you have to like be disconnected. And I fine. I mean, whatever. There are really empathetic and kind doctors, and there are doctors who are you know narcissistic and and. Yeah. and assholes to their patients you know which one does he want to be and as someone who wants to be his girlfriend you have the right to say i want to be with someone with a, a heart yeah i don't know i feel like even with his patients he like he wants to be kind but then i'm like is it fake because i'm like you really don't care about like other people in general so i don't know well i mean it, it that, yeah. like whether it's fake or not like he doesn't even sound like he wants to try yeah, he like does minimal effort. Like that is his personality. He doesn't like to try in like a lot of things. He just rather do like the easiest. You know, because like out. you could call me fake by, you know, going grocery shopping and then when I'm at the checkout and I, I have this thought about like, you know, Natalie, Natalie does this. I'm like, I, I, hey, how's your day going? And I just ask the person and I'm going to be honest, I don't give a shit. I don't really yeah. care how their day is going, I guess. If I, you know, in the truest sense of like, I hope they say well, and I guess if they say real shitty, I'm about to lose my job, I'd be like, oh, well, fuck, no, I feel so bad. You know, like, how could I help? But what I'm saying is I'm asking because I want to make them feel like I notice them. I want to acknowledge that they're helping me. So me asking mm -hmm. them how their day is going, how their day is going isn't about uh, actually literally caring about their day and wanting to hear like what they had for breakfast and what they had for yeah. lunch. It's just acknowledging yeah. their existence in a world where we're, yeah. our heads are buried <laughs> yeah. in our phones. And, and again, I, I'm mm -hmm. not great at this, but <laughs> the idea that he can't and is unable to is mm -hmm. not true. He doesn't care enough to try. It's that simple. Right. And yeah, that's why I feel like our relationship has just been like stagnant. Even after we got back together, like our whole relationship has never been like going up and up. It's just like, I feel like our feelings don't grow because I have these red flags and I'm just, I don't want to like. 
Yeah, I mean, you you broke with them. Yeah, because you broke up with them for justifiable reasons and then got back together with him because you second guessed how justifiable you were to hold him accountable. Yeah, yeah. And well, basically, you like convinced me that he could, you know, try more. Sure, but since then, <laughs> you he hasn't, right? He has in some ways, like the the customer service thing. Sure, like I can get over that, like whatever, as long as it's not me that he's doing that to. I mean, how much he, of he is you know, is like he a dick to people? He's he's thrown little fits, like when he doesn't get what he wants, like at a restaurant. Oh, like in public? In public, where I've like actually wanted to apologize to the server. Oh. Does he? And is he killing yeah, the messenger? I know. I know. Like sometimes where it's just like you know it's not the server's fault. But... Oh, for for sure. Like no more seats because it's COVID. Like oh god. Ha. Yeah. Stuff like that. He sucks. See, I was scared you were going to say that. At some point, I know. Well, here's the thing. He yeah. At some point, you will be on the receiving end of that. Because yeah. right now he's just not comfortable enough to do that with you. He's comfortable with them because they're not a part of his life. Someday, yeah. I, I feel like I, when the relationship's yeah. stale and bored, and you're just there, and he just accepts that you're a part of his life, when he's not afraid of you leaving, like when you're his wife, and like you'd have to go through something as, you know, challenging and as arduous as a divorce to leave, he's going to treat you like a commodity. Just like he treats them like one. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. He's like not, I'm such like a future person, like a planner, and he's not. So he doesn't even see like when he would get married, if he would have kids. Well, that's a whole nother thing. And that's like a separate thing. And, 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 yeah. Forget about that. (laughs) It just sounds like kind of a too early on. Yeah. I mean, if he's, if he is making a scene about yeah COVID, like you know whether you agree or whatever your politics are, or all that crap that people get into, like a hostess, you know, saying "I'm sorry, we don't have any more tables." It's like it's just a fucking messenger, and he or she doesn't have the authority probably to seat them, and yet your boyfriend makes a fucking yeah. stink out of it. And even the manager who like yeah. is just like, hey, bro, I don't know, city fucking commission, I don't know, health codes, what do you want me to fucking do? And he yeah. apparently thinks he's above all that and has yeah. no problem that's embarrassing you or yourself, and that's not getting in, that's not gonna get better. And everyone yeah. has their moments, right? Yeah. Everyone's been, everyone's had their moments. Yeah. And so if you told me he did it a couple times and you were like, hey, babe, like, what the fuck? And he was like, you know what? I'm a little, mm-hmm. em- you're right. That I was embarrassed. Like, I, yeah, I was a dick. Yeah, you're right. Then, you know what? Then you chalk it up for you checking yeah. him and bringing out the worst, you know, uh, he was being his worst self, but like he, at least recognizes that like that's not who he wants to be but yet no it's the other end he's just like i don't know i don't really see the problem in it and that's that's a big red yeah. flag i mean that's not go- he's not changing he's not going anywhere and the only reason you're not getting that right now is cuz he just doesn't feel comfortable enough to do it true <laughs> i don't i you know so are you saying this isn't going to work or i don't like telling people what to do but if i were you <laughs> i would totally break up i would f- trust your gut the first time and he didn't really convince you. You just, you, you, uh, you gave in. You getting back together was you not listening That's to your true. gut. 
Yeah. Like you went all, you went so far yeah. that you broke up with him, and then he just said just enough, just because you don't want to break up with him. I get it. You, those things. Yeah. You know. I mean, and, and even though I'm being hard on him right now, there's probably maybe a lot of things that make him pretty neat. But uh, this is not a small red flag. This is a behavior and a mindset and it's how he treats people and you are a person and eventually he will treat you this way. And the yeah, only reason he I hasn't mean, yet I, is- he, it, kind he, of, yeah. he kind of already has. There you go. And like, which is part of the reason we broke up. It will only get worse. Yeah. Eventually, he'll be, does, you'll be the person he yeah. takes it out on the most. And the only reason he's not doing it now is that he's a, you know, he, you, you've, you've done enough to have some power still. And that power is like, I'll break up with you. Okay. Sorry. No, I know. You're yeah, young, you're I good looking, you're better like, off. You almost landed a doctor, but you know what? So what? <laughs> That's probably what he thinks too. He's just, his ego's huge. <laughs> I don't know. Like give me reasons why you should stay with him. I, honestly, like we enjoy our time together, but it's just like not a deep relationship. It's like very shallow. So I feel like I'm just like enjoying my time, but like it could be wasting my time too. Well, you know, no, I've said no real relationship starts until you know how he is with you at his worst. Mm-hmm. And if you see him at his worst and you think to yourself, I can't be in a relationship with that person. That's how you sh- like seeing someone at their worst and how they handle that moment is a great indicator of how they are going to be with you at their worst. So even when they are at their worst and they act bad for them to say, fuck yeah, no, yeah, I I'm, I'm ashamed of how I acted and I, I can't go back and I can't change that, but I will, I will work on it and get better. Give me a little bit of grace and a little time to work on it, but I definitely will. And then you see some active changes, but like, someone just being dismissive and, and arrogant and being like, I I I'll try, but I don't know if I'll be able to be nice. Like, what the fuck is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so th- that's great that yeah. you have fun together when he's at his best, but like how they are at their worst and your ability to get through that is a better indicator of how long and how happy you will be in a relationship with him. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So. It's not what I want to hear, but I kind of felt like I might've heard that. <laughs> That's okay. Well, I mean, the choice is yours now. And again, like, yeah, you know, I know you didn't want to hear it, but wouldn't you rather have an opportunity to find some, like, there's plenty of people who are just, you know, that you can have fun with, you can enjoy a good time with and, and not being embarrassed by him in public when he doesn't get his way. Yeah. And not be on the receiving end of that when he feels comfortable enough to do that to you. True. (laughs) All right. That makes sense. Don't let, don't let me down. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll think about it. I'll think long and hard about it. My, you're going <laughs> to, you're going to not take my advice for a couple months and then eventually you will is my guess. Well, it'll be in the back of my head for sure. All right. Well, let us know when you finally uh, pull the plug. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Take Thank care. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. How's it going? All right. Good. How are you? I'm so good. What's your name? Uh, it, I'm Emery and I am 24. How can I help? I guess I'll start chronologically, if that makes sense. Um, so I dated a guy for about two and a half years. Uh-huh. Um, and I think 
early in the relationship, I was definitely much more committed than he was. Um, it was a good relationship. I mean, I, there was tons of great, but I was definitely not going to be the one that ended things with him. Um, so about a year before we broke up, so, well, we hold had on, you said you were, you were definitely, okay. you were definitely not going to be the one who ended things with him. Uh, at the time. Yes. What does that mean? <laughs> Tell me about that mindset. Um, I don't know. I would say like, I went into it. I, I was hesitant. I would never say like, I love more or anything like that because there was some truth behind it. I felt, if that makes sense. I don't know. He, he was really good. He's a very logical and rational person. So him being vulnerable and opening up and things like that, like I did not get a lot of that from him. Okay. And I was definitely more of the emotional one in the relationship. Although my past relationships, I'd been much more of the logical, like rational person. Okay. So this was, it was just a new experience for me because I, I felt like in the past I'd been the one completely in control. And in this relationship, I was definitely at kind of at his will. You felt more vulnerable. Yes. A hundred percent. So why did that mean you weren't going to be the one to end it? You're just, you, that was just an honest, you're just. Yeah. I just, you I mean that reflecting time, back. I, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. I would have never, I would have never thought that. I would be the one to end. Like if it was going to end, it would have been him. It was never a consideration okay. for me. I've never even thought about it. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So about a year before we ended things, um, we had slowed down on intimacy quite a bit. And then about nine months before we broke up, we had stopped having sex altogether. So that was an indication to me that something was wrong. Uh -huh. And yes. So I brought that up to him over the course of the year that, you know, it had slowed down and stopped. Um, I brought it up to him about five times, which I hated bringing it up because I didn't want to like emasculate him. I didn't want to make him feel bad, but also there was no solution. We weren't reaching anything. And so at that point I was like, okay, there is obviously something going on here and he's either not being honest with me about it or whatever the issue is, like we've got to resolve it. There's something up if we, you know, aren't being intimate. Yeah, so you're basically so, when you say you were worried about emasculating him, you didn't know if it was like maybe a psychological or biological thing going on for him yes. that had nothing to do with you and you didn't want to make him feel self-conscious right. or you didn't right. know if he's like, you know, having sex with a bunch of chicks and cheating on you and and, and exactly. et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Right. All right. 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 So, um I brought that up to him five different times over the course, probably like every couple of months whenever we would go without. I was like, "All right, so what's up? What's going on? And I phrased it, you know, like, okay, what can I do? Is there anything I can do to fix it? And things like that. And I was met with five different excuses of what was going on. And like, are you uh, being, I mean, like, are you being literal? Yes. What are like, those excuses? The first was that he was watching too much porn. Okay. And the second was that he had been extremely stressed. So even without porn, he was just doing some stress relief on his own. And I was doing that so often that it wasn't working when we were together. Okay. And then um, let's see. The next was that I had told him earlier in the week or something that women only shower like, or, but I showered every day, but I didn't wash my hair every day. Okay. And he was a very hygienic person. So he had told me that like that conversation grossed him out. Okay. And so I was like, okay, I don't know. I, I have trouble believing that one. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're the all a bit suspect, is, but yeah, agreed. Um, Cause you can stop watching then, porn. You can stop jerking off masturbating less. Yeah. 
So, I mean, if even and, if that was a problem. I showered more. I, I started washing my hair every day. Like, yeah. I'll do whatever I can to fix it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that and then the fourth thing. Oh, he looked at me and thought that I looked really good. And I kept up on fitness. And when he would look at himself, it, you know, it uh, made him feel insecure, which that one, maybe I was like, okay, that's a little bit more vulnerable. That's a little bit more raw. But I don't know. None I still of which had explain why a your year sex life stopped stopped i agree i completely agree okay um and yet so, so just so, and, just to hear he during this time he wasn't like yeah. floating the idea of you guys breaking up he was just like no i still want to be with you also like just don't no. want to sleep with you right right um so i was just i was extremely uh, confused smelly hair right that's it um so which we had you know i'd showered just as much in the year and a half prior when we were Mm-hmm. going like bunny rabbits you know but whatever uh um, oh, that's a great so, point so then, you were having pretty good consistent sex oh yeah yeah and it yeah. just okay so yeah the the last excuse was now it's just been so much time so there's so much pressure built up and he was worried so i i mean all of that was going and i was just like okay you know he was a lot of it felt like more defense and rationalization rather than um we're going to move towards any resolution. Okay. And I never wanted to ask him, like, I, I would hate to be the person that's like, okay, well you can't masturbate until we have sex. Like I, that's crazy. No, that is me. crazy. I don't know. But it's, yeah. yeah, you're right. It is crazy. But he tried to use that as an excuse as right. to why sex was not existent in your relationship. So then he brings it right. and he makes it fair game. And you're still not saying you need to never masturbate, but if you are masturbating yes. so much that we so can't have we can't any have, sex, yeah. then yes, you need to make an adjustment. Completely agreed. So that also just kind of pointed me in the direction of evaluating the rest of our relationship. Um, and then at this point, I was starting to get insecure, like, okay, you've got to be like screwing somebody else, like something, something's wrong. And um, so then I was kind of thinking about other parts of our relationship that I was like, well, does he do this in other areas? Like, have I just not noticed? Like, you know, I've, I've been so invested. I've been so in this. And, um, you know, I realized like with my family, my family lived close by his family was spread out all over the East coast. And so I would ask him like, Hey, I'd like for you to kind of be around my family more. We've dated for two and a half years. I'd love for you to, I mean, in the two and a half years we dated, he probably spent three or four times with my family. And I mean, my family's in the same town. So I just thought that that was crazy. Um, but he was like, well, uh, my family's all over and we can't have the same relationship, you know, with my family that I could have with yours. So I just want to make it even. And I was like, okay, that's still not a resolution to my problem though. You know, that's still a defense or rationalization for why you're behaving the way you are rather than. Sure. All right. Moving so, towards anything that's going to fix it. All right. So what happened? So, yeah. Let's. Yes. All of that goes down. I start to just kind of think about all these things. And I'm like, I don't want, you know, to be in this relationship. And I had started about six months before I actually ended things. I was like, okay, maybe I can be the person who ends this relationship. Like I never thought that I'd be that person, but I'm not happy. I'm feeling insecure. I like, don't like this. Yeah. Feel. This is not what a relationship is. I We're get not laid. moving towards anything. I would like to get laid. So yeah, I um, decided that I was, you know, toying with the idea of breaking up. We'll see if anything else changes. And I wanted to be sure, you know, 
So I did spend about six months thinking about it. I wouldn't really bring up any problems to him. I just kind of was like getting apathetic towards so that relationship. It took you six months to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, he and then, was. And then you broke living... up with him? Yes. Um, the last straw was I told him that I wanted to move to a larger city to, um, you know, get a job, a more successful job than what I could get in my town. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you wanted and, to uh, invest in yourself and you were willing to take a risk. Right. Okay. Right. And he told me this was the first time that I had noticed like. How old is this guy? Uh, that it was. He's also 24. Okay. Um, he had told me that I would be probably unhappy and unsuccessful in a larger city. Oh, he has no idea. And, anyway. Right. So that was the first time that I was like, oh, now you're telling me things about me. Like, it's not even that you're not going to validate what I'm feeling. You're just not going to defend and rationalize your own behavior. But now you're telling me things about me that aren't true. So at that right, day, well, I was just like, a, okay, I would like to break up. It's just a manipulation tactic. hundred percent. To your point, so if, if, like, he, if, if you felt like he had the power in the relationship, he probably did, especially if you felt that. And yeah. he started losing power by you saying, I'm moving or yeah. I'm even considering moving. And he right. tried to make you second guess yourself. Right. Right. And that's a, so that's a power it was, move. Right. It was right then. And I was like, okay, well, then I would not like to be in this relationship anymore. Okay. You're not going to tell me how I feel about things. You're not going to tell me. Love it. This type of thing. I've been thinking about it for a while. Meanwhile, have you had like any sex had in sex? a year and a half? Uh, no. Well, a year at that Jeez. point. Anything? Are you guys yeah. like nothing? Just at this point, you're just literally nothing. Friends. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes we cuddled. Yay. You know, it was awful. <laughs> okay. Um. So. So then what? We're. So I, you know, he kind of left that conversation that day. Like, what the heck? You know, not really understanding what was going on. But then he kept reaching out probably over the course of about three weeks and just wanted answers. And I was like, okay, well, I've broken up with you. And you don't know that I've been like considering this for six months. This seems like on a whim to him. So I was like, because I've ended things with you, I will leave lines of communication open for you to ask questions and for you to a, get clarification. Just, just to be clear though, but, like you may not have said yeah. I'm thinking about breaking up with you for six months, but you clearly mentioned problems that existed. Hey, there's some problems. And right. things you tried to get answers of which he, right. whether they were true or untrue, it certainly sounded fishy and never got resolved. Right. So he right. can't claim that it was out of the blue. Uh, right. But I mean, he I, can, but it wouldn't I, I make never, right. much sense. Yeah. Well, I never reached out to him um, because I don't think that that's fair. I think if you're the one that ends a relationship, you need to sure, yeah. be done. You gave him the opportunity. Um, okay. And then what? Right. So where but are we I was now? like, if you have questions. So right now we are nine months removed from us talking at all. Okay. Right. So why? I why had yeah. What's, what's the question? Stand, right. I had a TV stand of his. Okay. And I was like, I'm moving out of my place. I'm moving to this larger city. I'm excited. You know, this is great. I didn't say that, but I've sure. got your TV stand. Do you want it back? Because whenever we had ended things, he was like, I guess you can just have that TV stand. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. I'll give it back to you when I move out. And he what was, was okay. your reasoning so, for asking him if you wanted a stand? Was it genuinely just, I don't want this. Just, stand? I want, I want you to have all your stuff. I don't want. Like, how you do know, you feel about this breakup? Be honest. Like, do you think about them? Do you question? Do you not have? Not at all. You don't. You're good. Not at all. You're completely all. indifferent. Very good. Yeah. Uh, and I feel really bad because I feel apathetic towards it. And um, 
Okay. I even had a conversation. This was so post breakup. Um, I'd had one conversation with a friend of mine. It's a childhood friend of mine, but a friend that was in his friend group, like his guy friend. But that friend is closer to me because we've been family friends since we were really young. Mm -hmm. And um, he had reached out just to ask like, Hey, how are you doing with everything? And I was like, to be honest, I feel fine. And I feel really bad because he's texting me all the time, wanting answers and wanting, you now know, like answers? to work on getting back together. Right. So, well, I'm glad you're calling and this is a fun story. And, and, and yeah. uh, why do you care? Like, why are you calling? Well, he, he reached, well, I reached out to say, Hey, take your TV stand. Uh -huh. Like, I don't want it. I don't want you to have any more ties to me. I don't want this to be something you bring up later. Yeah. I'm about to move. I'm starting a new life. Take get all the that. TV stand. Yeah. And he said, um, he was like, are you really moving? Like, I really thought we would have another conversation. I I've grown so much. I've changed so much. I've realized all these things I've did wrong. And like, you're, you're not even going to listen. Like, you're not even going to hear me out and have a conversation. He said this to you, but yeah. Okay. So he was like, you haven't reached out to me since you broke up with me that day. And like, really nothing has changed for you. You, you want to be done. And that's, that's just it. Like you don't want to work. If I've worked on all these things and I'm ready to enter a relationship and like be so much better, then why can't you hear me out? And how do you feel about that's it? That's the thing. Um, what, I mean, th that's the big question. What did he say that I guess triggered you that, I mean, triggered might sound, trigger sounds aggressive, but yeah, like, no, no, no. He scratched an itch, and you're having yes. a hard time simply just being well, like, "Hey, listen, buddy." Uh, that chap. Well, that's the thing. I did. I sent. I sent two messages back. I sent one kind one that was like, "Hey, no, no, I'm not talking about what I you think, said to him. I'm talking about what okay. you're thinking when you go to bed, like My why you're calling, like what what is what is unsettling for you." What do you need my help with that you can't yeah. get to on your own? Okay. That's a big question. Right. I just feel bad because he wants to have a conversation. I want to let him get closure. I want him to like close this chapter of the book and be able to move on. He'll be fine. And I that. want to move on. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Did, but did I, he ever take you up on the uh, offer when you first broke up to talk at all? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we spent like about three weeks at that time, like I mean, just, you, you know, guys, sorting through details and yeah. things like that. I mean, you guys are yeah, the slowest a, paced relationship ever. Awful. I mean, I know. <laughs> so I don't think closure is like the thing we need to like really make sure happens. I mean, you know, right. anyone can, you know, claim they still haven't gotten closure and it can be a moving goalpost if they want it to be. Right. Um, you know, it sounds like there's a little manipulation, gaslighting, if you want to call like, I don't know if gaslighting, but um, yeah, he doesn't ever seem to be satisfied with any answer that he doesn't like. Right. There's that. I mean, you sent these yes. texts uh, and these texts you sent, yeah. are they recent? How recent are they? Uh, they were last Monday. So a week ago. And truly, you have no interest in getting back together with him. You, your only None. goal is like what guilt about him being okay. Yeah, I, I just feel bad because I'm a hundred percent good. Like okay. I, I don't care. I don't want anything to do with him. But I feel really bad about that because it's been, you know, we, I, we spent two and a half years together. I, I really thought that it was going to be something, and that I'm totally okay, and that he's not. I do feel bad about that. 
All right, I'm, only so gonna, I'm just I reading his text because I don't know if yours necessarily. Yeah. Because these are long. Yeah. Uh, yeah, lengthy. <laughs> He said, I always imagined that we'd have real conversations way before you'd move away like this. Uh, and just to uh, and just to reiterate, you had real conversations in the past when you guys yeah. broke up. Okay. Why, yes. And I yeah. said that. <laughs> Why did you uh, never reach out to me? Question mark. Are you are your feelings about everything unchanged? Yes. Then you give him a long response. Like I said, you probably remind him yeah. that you did. He says yep. the hardest thing for humans to do is communicate. Oh, okay. I hated that. <laughs> Condescending, and I and I really yeah. feel like if we communicated better, then the reality of our relationship could have been better. And uh, you don't, you still don't know why he didn't have sex with you for a year, correct? No clue. I do have maybe a slight indication that friends that had reached out uh -huh. um, told me that post breakup. He told me after the breakup, he said that at one point he had kind of told the guys they were playing some drinking game. And I was like, what's the worst thing you did this week or something like that to, or take five drinks. And he said um, he was like, "Why well, downloaded Tinder. Sometimes I do that whenever I'm out of town and I just will scroll through and I won't do anything. But I just like to, you know, match and get some validation. OK. Yeah. And listen, I. I, I, which is insecurity on his part. I don't care. That's why I never brought it up to him just because I was like, that's not why we broke up. It is a reason that I would never could get back together with him. I mean, I don't, if you need to go seek validation from a dating app, I think that that. Yeah. So here's the thing. I, I think the thing that you need to focus on, none of the, I'm not going to really read anymore, but he, yeah. it doesn't matter. I don't really care about right. your relationship with him <laughs> or him anymore. I do Fair. care about you and your ability to get better at listening to yourself and trusting your gut and not take what essentially was like a year and a half to make a decision. Mm -hmm. You know, like, listen, like you're right. Like there's a lot of reasons why a guy might not, you know, why your sex life might diminish or like sure. sex completely stops. And uh, yeah, you shouldn't just break up. Right. But you have the right. right to ask some of these questions, especially when it goes from 100 to zero. It just completely stops. And then you start asking right. legitimate questions and you know you're being empathetic and you realize it's a sensitive issue and you consider all possibilities and you approach it that way with sensitivity. And then you get like, as you said, five different answers. Well, either yeah. either they're all lies or at least four of them are. Right. 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 Just by definition, like if one's true, then the other ones have to be lies. Now, two of them were around the idea that he's like, you know, he only has so much in the gas tank and he's been using some of the yeah. gas in other areas and therefore there's nothing left for you. And that simple solution sure. is like, well, like, I mean, prioritize where you, you spend your, you know, your gas or whatever gas right. money. Um, you still don't really you got see? answers and you got some admission that he was low key at best you know, emotionally cheating on you by going sure. on Tinder mm -hmm. and swiping right, whatever. I just like, what is causing you to take things so slowly when it comes to your decision making? And like, I commend you for like, it's great that you're moving. I love this for you. Uh, I love yeah. that you finally, you know, he said something that said, fuck it, I'm done. And there is something to be said about not making rash decisions because it sounds like you are in a great place. You don't wonder about him. You don't have, you don't go back. You're, you're confident in your decision. Those are all great things. I would just like to see that sped up for you a little bit. You know, yeah. uh, why yeah. are you even still worrying? Why is he able to have any power over you whatsoever that he can in a way manipulate, gaslight you and ask you questions like, you know, question, he can, yeah, he's talking to you as if you're still dating. 
I guess it is gaslighting. Yeah. He's making he's making you think that you should somehow have some empathy for his situation still that's nine months old. He right. that you should still have feel some sort of feelings that he is doubting why your feelings have changed. You haven't talked to the guy in nine months. Right. Like logic would tell you that just by definition they would change, and he's making you feeling he's making you feel bad for adapting and growing and moving forward and and move you know and literally moving and or just move yeah. you know moving on as a person, and you have to figure out why you allow him to have that over you because that is something that you as an individual needs to work on. It's not necessarily anything yeah. he's specific he's doing because a lot of guys could who who will and can do stuff like that. Sure. But sure. it's something that you just have to get better at at trusting yourself. And that's not you being empathetic, you know? Right. It's, it's, you know, there's a, there's a boundary there. And I think, right. I don't necessarily have an answer for you, but it might be something you could explore in therapy, you know? Um, yeah. How do you get better at trusting your gut? How do you get better at listening to yourself? Like, how do you get better at, you know, believing when you know something is messed up and, and setting a boundary? far sooner than waiting for a year not to, you you put up with not having sex for a year yeah without any yeah. <laughs> answers that's not normal right and not sex is an error or the whole thing of a relationship but like sex is a right. part of a, a romantic re relationship and right. if they're not going to have sex with you they do owe you some sort of explanation you know maybe it's right who knows? There's a lot of justifiable reasons why it's like sex isn't on the table in a relationship and you have to decide if you're okay with that. And a lot of couples go through it and they survive it and they work through it, but you're just walking blind. You yeah. know, like that's and and you and and you being okay with that is the only thing that really concerns me now. And I don't want right. you to get into another relationship and have like have that much empathy that you ignore yeah. your own personal needs. I think I was just thinking at the time like if this were reverse and he was upset with me for not having sex with him, like how would that sound? If that makes yeah, sense, like if it was a guy who wanted, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, who was pissed at a girl for not having sex with him. Then like, I, I don't know. I think I struggled with that a lot. And then I think I also just struggled with, I, I take a while to jump into things. So even jumping out of things, like I, I do that with most of my decisions. I'm very, yeah, I, 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 I think cautious. Yeah. I, I think your cautiousness is a little too extreme. And quite honestly, I think something that if you wanted to explore it in therapy, would might be worth your time. Mm -hmm. You know, time is Fair. a resource we don't get back and you're taking a long fucking time to make some <laughs> decisions and good, yeah. you know, and I just think, you know, getting better at that will allow you to experience more life and, and figure out what, you know, it, it's, you know, they always say fire fast and you need, you need to make decisions a little quicker and just have a little bit of confidence in, your, in, in yourself and, and be okay with, you know, getting it wrong. If nothing else, at least yeah. now you learn from the fact that you thought something was off a long time ago and yeah, you took a year, year and a half to get there, but you weren't wrong way back when right so now you need right. to be able to trust yourself a little bit better okay so okay that's the only thing and, yeah. and as far as he's concerned honestly like i, I think blocking him is would be reasonable at this point he, he, okay. he's almost he's borderline <laughs> delusional right right yeah i mean i think my initial response was i don't want to meet with you and i don't want to talk with you but then i did that thing where i sort yeah. of rationalized and went yeah. back and didn't and listen, he's, ma he's so. manipulating and it's a hook and it, you know, but yeah, 
Just get better at trusting yourself and don't okay. be afraid to explore that, you know, with therapy. And it might, maybe it's like a, something you do for a couple of sessions, you get some answers and your therapist sure. gives you a few exercises to work on it. And, and, and you have some lasting benefits. Fair enough. All right. Well, best of luck with, you so your, with your move. I think it's going to be great. Thank uh, you. Be okay with things getting a little scary and bored for a while when you first move. Okay. But good <laughs> okay. decision. Thank All right. You. Take care. Bye-bye. How's it going? Good. I'm Erin. I'm 25. Hi, Erin. How can I help? Okay. So I'll give you a little background. Okay. Um, I re recently attended my cousin's going away party um, where his friend and I hit it off. Um, so my cousin gave him my number um, and we started talking from there. We went on a few dates and we were scheduled to have another one. But right before like the day of he bailed, he said that he forgot that he had his friend's party the day he scheduled it with me. Um, and then a few days after that, he texted me to let me know he wasn't comfortable talking to me anymore because it was too much with my cousin involved in his business, um, in particular regarding me. So he ended things. Okay. So I guess my question for you is, um, do you think his excuse of my cousin being too involved um, with our relationship was just an excuse to end things? Or do you think he really felt that uncomfortable? Um, and I haven't spoken to either one since. So do you think I should try to make things work and talk to them or just leave it as is? When you say try to th make things work with, with the guy? Yeah. Well, what if he doesn't want to make it work? Well, yeah, I guess that's the other thing is, you know, he was pretty set in his mind when yeah. we last talked. So you sent some texts and there's, these are always fun to read and we'll break them down. But my short answer to your question is it, the why doesn't really matter, yeah. right? He has decided he doesn't want to pursue things with you. And mm -hmm. I think it's important I bring this up and thank you for calling because I get asked this all the time. And I've been in your situation before too. It's like, I want to understand why they did what they did or said what they said. Why are their actions not lining up with the things they've told me last week or the other day? And, and we yeah. can waste a lot of energy or invest a lot of energy and spend a lot of energy. And it ends up being a waste because at the end of the day, this, they just don't, they don't want to. And yeah, we tell ourselves we want to hear the truth. Sometimes I don't know if we do, you know, sometimes what if the truth is, I don't know. I, uh, I think you're annoying. I, you know, I'm, you seem delightful and I can't imagine a world in which you're annoying, but if that were the case, yeah. wouldn't you just rather hear that, you know, I don't know, it's overcomplicated with work, you know? Yeah. I get where you're coming from because you're thinking, well, hey, listen, if this is, if this is a family thing and a work thing, hey, don't worry, we're not even that close. I don't even care. Yeah. You know, that's the problem is when people give us insincere answers and they try to sugarcoat things, the other person hearing it tries to solve that problem. They're like, oh, yeah. well, if that's a problem, let's figure out a way to solve it. And then they're like, well, fuck, it's not, the problem is I just don't like you, you know? <laughs> and, and then we always, we we're wasting a lot of energy. And that's why sometimes while the truth does hurt, as they say, short of it being cruel and dismissive and unnecessary, the honest truth is, often the most selfless one because it always allows the person to move on the fastest. And, yeah. and that's, you know, and that might mean you're the bad guy, not you, but mm -hmm. him. Um, 
and he's being selfish because he doesn't want to be the bad guy. He doesn't want to feel mean. He doesn't want to feel like a jerk, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, let's dive into these texts though. Quick. I will, I was doing good. I'm sorry. I have to do this like this, but I'm just not comfortable talking to you because of your cousin. He's just too, he's just too immature and he's making it weird for me. Okay. Well, that's specific and you know, saying stuff in the group chat about conversations he supposedly had with you. And I'm just not trying to have that in a relationship. I feel so shitty about it and you're a really nice girl and you're definitely a catch, but I don't want interfering with a friendship and vice versa. You wrote, well, first off, he hasn't had any conversation with me. He keeps asking me about you and, and wondering where he's, he's been getting this information. Cause I don't, I didn't want him involved for that reason. And he came an asshole or I, I'm not, because I didn't want him involved for that reason that he can be an asshole or I'm not sure what he's saying to you on that end. But when he asks if I've kept it super vague, cause honestly what happens between us is none of his business. How many times did you guys hang out by the way? Um, I think it was two dates, but we like, we met three times. Okay. So you've been on three dates. I'm sorry yeah. on this end, if that's put you in a position. And if I saw you again, I was going to say something to you cause I didn't want him to, who involved, but he, so you kind of, you just try to empathize and you're like, I get it a normal response on your part. He's like, yeah, I know you're doing the right thing. And it's been the same with me, super vague and just general information, like going on the boat. I try to be super private. I try to be a super private person with my relationship because it's just not anyone else's business. I'm into you and all, but he just doesn't understand what's socially acceptable in a public forum. And I honestly just don't want to deal with him as his boredom increases while he's in South Carolina and he tries to stir up more and more. And that's that he's still part of the friend group, even though everyone knows he's an asshole. So is your cousin an asshole? Like you guys are both kind of shitting on him. (laughs) Uh, He can be. I'm so sorry. You're a great girl and I'm a hundred percent down to stay friends, but something as intimate. um, I mean, listen, I, I stand by everything. I just told you before I read these texts. Mm-hmm. That said, I mean, it just sounds like he's like being legitimate and like this is not some sort of BS excuse where he's just kind of conveniently blaming your cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, I still stand by what I said that if I th- I do think if he liked you enough, he would his approach most likely would be, hey, like what the fuck is the deal with your cousin like i really like you but like he's fucking this up i like to be private you know what i'm saying he would have presented yeah you with the problem and said how do we mm-hmm. figure this out together or at least yeah. would have said this bothers me how do you feel about it and you would have said like you said like oh fuck i'm on the same page as you he fucking sucks yeah. let's not tell him anything he's my exactly. fu- he's my cousin like i don't know i see my cousin like once a year like i don't you know um yeah. fuck it like you want me to not i don't have to talk to him fuck it you know so yeah, that's what I'm exactly. saying. If he liked you enough, I think he probably would have done that. So yeah, I think I he both doesn't like you enough and 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 this is legitimate, but you made it clear that you liked him. Um, I don't think you should be friends with him. No. Okay. No. Like if you, you want to date him. So don't again, we don't accept less than what you want. That doesn't do you any good. Mm-hmm. Making Being friends with him won't get you what you want. You don't need a friend. You don't need a pal. Yeah. 
and quite honestly, being friends with him doesn't solve the what he says is the problem is your cousin being involved because if your uh, cousin is immature and petty and a gossip, he can still make up gossipy stories about you two just being friends. Yeah. All right. It the- so are you guys like done talking completely? Yeah, I haven't yeah. talked to him since that whole incident. Like he <laughs> ended up calling me after and he was like um, just, you know, going on about my cousin again and saying like he's always been this way and all this, which kind of dug the hole, I guess, a little further because it was like, all right, um, we get it. <laughs> but like you said, if he really wanted to, he probably we could work around the cousin. Yeah, uh, I don't never reach out to him again. He, and there's a good chance you don't hear from him, which would almost, mm-hmm. uh, would, which additionally would solidify that it's less about your cousin and more about you. He, yeah. could, but he might reach out, and if he reaches out, you're just, hey, you know, listen, I get it, we understand. My cousin can be this way. I respect how you feel. I'm mm-hmm. disappointed you feel this way, but I respect it. As far as being friends, like I'm good. Uh, if you want to reconsider this, I'm down. And just so you know, if we do try to date, I, I, I'm just as interested in you on making our relationship private, especially to my cousin. But yeah. if you don't want that, I respect it. It's okay. I don't, we, I don't need to be friends. Obviously, we're cool. If I see you out, like no, no hard feelings. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what you say. Okay. <laughs> um, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. All right. Yeah, Thank I think you. it'd be great. And I, you, I thought as far as your responses, I think you did great. You didn't sound like you were, you were empathizing. You got it. You didn't sound desperate or anything. You just were like, okay, well, that's how I feel. I thought you did a great job yeah. responding to him. And there's a good chance you won't oh. hear from him again. And if you do, just be super chill and let him know you're, let him know you're okay. Uh, mm-hmm. It's okay if you tell him you like him, but just let him know you're yeah. okay if if he doesn't want the same, but yeah, you're okay so with like setting a bound. Yeah. And you, and, but you still have boundaries and that boundary is I don't need pals. Yeah. All righty. All right. Thank All right. you so much. No problem. Best of luck. You're going to be great. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening guys. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. We always appreciate you tuning in. Hopefully there were some good takeaways for you all listening. Uh, either way, we always appreciate the people tuning in. Don't forget to send in your questions at asknick at castmedia.com, cast with a K, uh, to submit your questions. We certainly always need the people being vulnerable with their stories to get this show going. Uh, can't thank you enough. We'll be back tomorrow recapping Bachelor in Paradise. See you tomorrow. Have a great day. Paradise.